Welcome to The Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forrester, the wine coach, and I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine one glass at a time. So expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine, spirits, food, and so much more. Well, this week it's chocolate. Okay, I'm here with Susanna Seiger, owner of Ma Petite Shoe. It's a store that focuses on the things, the two things women love most, shoes and chocolate. Yeah, I'm I'm not kidding. It's in the Hamden neighborhood of Baltimore. And just in time for Valentine's Day, we're going to discuss a lot of different kinds of chocolate and how that's going to affect what wine pairs best. We're going to try a couple different wines that I've picked out, see what we think, and you'll know which one will go and the wine picks to share with your sweetheart. So I have with me, as I mentioned, Susanna Seiger, and she is the proprietor, the owner of Ma Petite Shoe, which also now has both a retail and a cafe side, a restaurant side. Susanna, you've been on the show before. Thank you for coming back. What a pleasure, Lori. I love it. Bonjour, everyone. Yes, we've been uh, doing a little research before uh, going on air here with all the great chocolates you brought Let's just orient everyone a little bit. Tell tell me, how did you even get this crazy idea? People think I'm nuts to put comedy and wine together. How'd you get the idea to put shoes and chocolate? Where did this all develop? Really two great things. <laughs> Go great together. Go great together. <laughs> and it, it really has developed into an educational journey for me. It's been um, just the trip of a lifetime. And we now have people who are our customers who come from all over the world bringing us chocolate that they love. And that has been a great way to make friends and explore chocolate. And the whole industry has exploded. Um, Artisanal chocolate is just an amazing field. And wherever we travel, we just made a road trip up to Brooklyn to see what was going on on the scene. A lot of these chocolatiers are so small, they're not really readily available. So we have to go to them mm. and visit them at their um, And how long have you factories. been open? We've been open 12 years now, going Wow, so you have seen so much change in the industry between when you opened the shop and now. That You're right. I mean, I can't, 12 years ago, I'm not sure, you know, we had hundreds and hundreds of choices like we have now with artisanal chocolate. That's right. And they're the same way that you need sometimes some help to navigate through the world of wine. The same goes for chocolate because not not everything, some things are quite gimmicky. Mm -hmm. And so um, we try to really vet every chocolate company that comes through and really find out about them and about their story. Yeah, because when I'm standing at the grocery store in the chocolate aisle and... You know, there's a lot of big names, which aren't necessarily artisanal, but even if they do have some of the artisanal chocolates, um, as some of the like gourmet retailers do, there's nobody there to help you to tell them what you like and say, you know, as a great wine retailer would do, you know, I love drinking Sauvignon Blanc, but I want to try something different. What do you have? That's what I want when I'm buying chocolate. Well, and you definitely you're have to come to providing that. Shoe. Yes, That's exactly. What we, have. we have the chocolate version of us. You're the chocolate sommelier. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right. So, I, and I always learn a new chocolate that I love. And I'm not a big dessert person, but chocolate like this is, and people laugh, I keep it in my bedside table. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is my indulgent. I don't really do ice cream or like the other desserts that my husband and my daughter will do. But I might be watching a little TV, drinking a little glass of red wine, and that's my thing. Just a little piece or two of a great chocolate. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. So many people have now discovered that if they go for the darker, higher cacao content chocolates, they're really experiencing something savory instead of sweet. That's true. And so many of the um, ingredients, the first um, bar, if we want to even just start talking about um, what we've brought today, is from Austin, Texas, um, a company called Great Bean. And their inclusions are minerals and spices and Mm -hmm. herbs, all sort of centered around specific themes. I've brought the love bar today. I know. And Valentine's Day next week. So thank you uh, for bringing that back because I wanted to say I picked out two great wines that could be set up for your Valentine's. And then you've got some chocolates that you can add to the mix to make it even more romantic. And so you were telling me... um, the first wine I have here is Ayala. It's a champagne. It's a woman wine, woman's winemaker, which is very unique in champagne. It's a rosé champagne, what we might have called in the old days pink champagne. But this does not resemble any of the cold <laughs> duck I used to drink. But the Love Bar is just like champagne is meant to get the romantic juices flowing. This Love Bar, actually, in addition to chocolate, which is always you know, a little bit of an aphrodisiac. It has some other additions that are going to kind of uh, kick the night up a notch. Tell me about that. This bar not only has figs and cinnamon, but it also has maca root, yohimbe, and damiana. Mm -hmm. And these are all herbal derivatives that are known as aphrodisiacs for centuries. And medically, what I've found is that they've actually (laughs) discovered that they do provide some additional help in the uh, stimulation department Ah. for circulation. That's good for everything, including (laughs) Valentine's evening. I love that. Now, you took a little taste already of the rosé champagne, the Ayala, that we picked out, um, retailing... You know, 40 to $50, depending on where you're purchasing. It's very delicious. A lot of, um, you know, it's got that red fruit, little strawberry, um, also citrus and acidity there. So tell me what you thought of that with the love bar, with the figs and the cinnamon, and all those love herbs. What do you think about that combination? What I noticed is that the chocolate, as you're kind of sucking on the chocolate, the piece of chocolate, warming it in your mouth, which is the proper way to taste chocolate. We know not to eat chocolate, but Don't to chew let it. it melt in your mouth and get up to body temperature. And then you can experience all of the flavor. Once you have that in your mouth, this champagne just kind of lifted. Yeah, it kind of all explodes of the, a little yeah, bit. All yeah, all of the cocoa butters off of the palate. Really nice. Um, experience. Yeah, I love it's that fun. Together. It's a fun combination. If you want an explosive Valentine's night, I say Great Green Chocolate Love Bar combined with the Ayala Champagne. And it's rosé. I think people um, love red wine. They love to have that bigger, bolder flavor. And that's what rosé gives you in the champagne department. And this is pretty affordable. I really think uh, if you're looking for something, you know, for Valentine's Day, $50 is a nice a nice price point for a good quality made champagne. Um, we're going to taste another 
Valentine's wine, which is uh, red, sparkling, and a little bit sweet. But we'll take a quick break here on The Sipping Point. We're coming back with Susanna Seiger from My Petite Shoe. We tasted one of your chocolates, but we have many, many more, and we're going to talk about those in just a second. This is Lori Forrester, the wine coach. We are focusing on Valentine's Day. We just had a great champagne from Ayala. It's available at Wine World and Hair of the Dog in Easton. And now... We've always been pairing these with the chocolates of Susanna Seiger, but now we've got more that we didn't get to cover in last break. We tasted the Love Bar. So now I have a second wine, which is the Accardi, which is the wine winery. It's in Piedmont, Italy. It's a bruchetto, which is a red, sparkling, little bit of sweet, well, you know, a medium amount of sweetness. It's made for chocolate. It's like raspberry champagne for your chocolate. I loved it. I'm definitely yeah. getting it's, some it, it is the chocolate wine to have so you have some more things you took this little road trip to brooklyn and apparently there is a chocolate hotbed we wanted to check out the scene there are a lot of chocolatiers busting out in brooklyn and um the first one that we visited uh, in the morning was uh the a third generation chocolatier michael rojak um, his chocolate name is uh, Joe Martin. He's in the Flatbush area of Brooklyn. And he, as his um, moniker, he calls himself the son of a son of a chocolatier. So he just revels in the fact that his his grandfather started this business and he's been able to continue it. Wow. Um, very experimental. Everything is hand-on. And when you visit his small operation, you just see that firsthand. And they're molding the chocolates by hand. They're even painting some of these chocolates by hand with a paintbrush. Um, I saw them making the chocolate, ter- the cherubs that they, um, they're beautiful uh, Renaissance looking chocolate cherubs uh, that we have in the store. I just couldn't resist. Mm. And then he has a whole line of chocolate bars and we sell primarily bars. Um, so we sort of, took on um, the entire line. And the one that I brought today is so wonderful. It's called Nibbola. <laughs> Just have a little Nibbola. A little Nibbola. <laughs> and um, it has um, Ecuadorian cacao nibs um, kind of infused throughout the bar. It's a 68% dark chocolate, but then you get the extra zots of those little crunchy bits, the nibs of the cacao which is so wonderful. And um, Ecuadorian chocolate is very interesting because they've actually now found with modern research, uh, many people believe that cacao, the birthplace of cacao was the Amazonian basin. Wow. And what they found, they've even been able to find 3,000-year-old pottery that has the cacao. And of course, it was, it wow. was drinking chocolate then. That was the first way that ancient people consumed chocolate. It wasn't until much, much later when the Europeans discovered it that we, we get chocolate as we know today. But I, I think that's fascinating. There's a ceramics exhibit down in Washington, D.C. right now at the Smithsonian uh, Native American Museum, and they have some chocolate pots there. Interesting. They've been able to um, find microscopic cacao uh, in this these is pots so they know what it's Really from. dense, and I love... You know, next to the love chocolate, which was more the 81% cacao, um, this is 68%, I think you're saying. But I like the crunchiness 
once you, you let it melt a little bit and you have those nibs in there, it's really delicious. And when you taste the bruschetta, it's just such a nice balance to it. Um, I, I think this is really fun. Yeah. Because of the, the textural aspect. The textural even. aspects and some of the tasting notes that are paired with Ariba varietal, which is this this chocolate, Ecuadorian chocolate, are some of those fruitier notes. So um, yes. raspberry and kind of a more spicy or floral sometimes. But one of the things with Ariba chocolate is there's such a variety, somewhat like grapes. Right. So even from a region, um, whether the, if the soil is rockier or down in the valley, the same with cacao, that they've found that even though they've pinned it down to a specific varietal, you can have, especially with Ariba uh, cacao, you can have the most variety that's available. So mm. it can taste wildly different. And that's that's the fun part about Absolutely. knowing about chocolate. You can really be surprised, um, even if it's from the same region, it can be wildly that's divergent so in taste. And I'm not sure everybody realizes that chocolate can be so diverse like that. And certainly if they come see you at Ma Petit Shoe, they're going to really get it. I mean, if people come into the store, do they have the opportunity to sample things? Friday How nights. You, yes, okay, every Friday night. Friday happy hour, chocolate happy hour. Perfect. And we sample something new. And it's a great way to figure out what you like. Um, and you want to ask if you're interested in, in these different varietals, you want to investigate single origin chocolate because mm, like quite single number, vineyard wines yes mm-hmm. quite a number of chocolates that are out there um, by chocolatiers and very famous chocolatiers and there's nothing wrong with combining varieties of chocolate it's what's been done over over right. the centuries to get your very specific um, blend mm-hmm. of chocolates that's what most chocolatiers do is they buy beans or they buy even um, chocolate couverture from all different places all over the world. And then they blend it for their specific signature blend of chocolate. And then they make their chocolate from that. Yeah. So if you're interested in varietals, then you want to search for single origin, which we have quite a number in the shop. Nice. Now, we've been talking a lot about the shop and we still have a couple other chocolates. Hopefully we can we can touch on. But you also now have the cafe which you can actually so come and dine. And a lot of your dishes are incorporating chocolate into the recipe. So tell me a little bit about the cafe, because that's relatively new. The cafe is me. new. We've, re, uh, we've opened it as a creperie. Um, we do have some lovely cookies and things that we also use the chocolate from next door. And it's great fun because within the idea of a crepe, we've explored beautiful um, wine-based mushroom fillings. And Mm. we've really kind of gone nuts with the variety within this idea of having a crepe. Um, We have a chocolate truffle crepe that is actual Belgian truffles that are melted into the crepe. Um, That's a big favorite. Yes, that's Um, delicious. And we'll have some special ones for Valentine's Day. Yes. So can people make reservations for Valentine's Day? How does it work? We don't have it set up that way, but um, if you do have a big group, we're able to accommodate couples and smaller groups in our dining room. But um, if you do have a big group, it might be nice to call ahead and we might, might set that up for you to reserve. And you're downtown Hamden. 
here in Baltimore, right in the heart of Hamden, right in the heart of Hamden. Um, so we had the Great Bean Love Bar. We had the Nibbola from Joe Mart. Just touch on because we're going to start running out of time. Just some of the other varieties that we didn't really get to talk about on the show here that people can find if they're looking for that special gift for the special someone. There's only a week left, guys. Get on it. What what other? Just give me a teaser of the. Well, other we have the green tea stars that we were that we were tasting yes. earlier. We also have a lot of um, chocolate that has espresso in it and um, all kinds of inclusions. One of our new Brooklyn um, companies is called Cacao Prieto, and they own their own um, cacao farms in the Dominican Republic, and they're wow, in, yeah, they're in Red Hook. Brooklyn, and their bars are exquisite. They have single origin bars, and they also have bars that have, we tasted one today, that had cashews and cranberries in it. Or yes, that some was of them delicious. So they're just gorgeous. They make a beautiful gift. Great. Well, I know if you show up, whether you're looking for shoes or chocolate or both... You're going to be happy if you show up and see Susanna Seiger at Mon Petit Chew. This has been delicious. The two wines were the Ayala Champagne, the Rosé, and the Acardi Brichetto Dacqui. Of course, any Valentine's wines, you want to stop by our sponsors, Wine World up in Abingdon, Maryland, or Hair of the Dog in Easton. Susanna, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been such a pleasure, Laura. Cheers. Thank you so much. Cheers. We'll definitely have you back for sure. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back on The Sipping Point. This is Lori Forrester, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and we just had so much fun tasting the chocolates of Susanna Seiger of Ma Petite Choux. But guys, or even ladies, if you're thinking you want to make something for that special someone in your life, my favorite thing to get is chocolate-covered strawberries. And nobody's better to make them for me than my better half, Chef Michael Forster. If you've been a listener to the show, you've heard Michael on the show before. But if you haven't, Michael is uh, a chef trained at the Culinary Institute of America. He's worked at some of the country's best restaurants, but now he's a private chef, so not many people get to taste (laughs) his cooking. But Michael, you make the best chocolate-covered strawberries. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Now, this is a very visual thing. So we've actually made a video that's on our website. It's hecookssheewines.com. That's hecookssheewines.com. The whole process is there. You're actually doing the making. I'm doing the watching and hopefully asking some good questions. But I thought we could give a couple tips and then people should definitely go watch the video. I love chocolate covered strawberries because you have the chocolate, which I love, but you also have the fruit. It's not too sweet. It's not too dense. What's the first thing you got to think about if you're going to try to make these well the first thing is uh chocolate you need to have a good quality chocolate now on the in the video i teach people how to temper chocolate and i'm using the giardelli chocolate chips well giardelli has since come out with a chocolate that is a candy making and dipping chocolate Mm. so it even cuts down more on the time to make these so in the video i teach how to temper you have to bring it up to 115 degrees bring it back down 84 then bring it back up to 88 it's a process it it takes a good good amount of time to to get that right Right. where this candy making chocolate it's just melt and then dip and it will harden up on its own i love that i suppose the strawberries are pretty important what do people need to think about when they're buying the strawberries for dipping rather than for anything else Well, you want to look for larger strawberries, obviously. The smaller ones, they're good. They're good flavor, but 
it's not as visually appealing as the nice big large strawberries the stemless the long stem strawberries are nice to look at but don't have as much flavor typically the large regular like driscoll strawberries are a perfect substitute as long as you can find the big ones all right so size does matter with strawberries i suppose and lastly because i know all of this is in the video where you put the strawberries once they're done in the fridge right no (laughs) you do not put them in the fridge the fridge will make them weep which will mean little pools of water forming on the chocolate uh so you want to keep them storm at room temperature just out on the counter you can cover them if you're worried about it but don't need to be and they'll they'll last two or three days out on the counter well they won't last that long in this house anyway all right if folks want to see the video and make these chocolate covered strawberries for their valentine where should they go go to hecookssheWines.com. all right we'll be right back on the sipping point this is Lori forrester you're listening to The Sipping Point. This is Lori Forrester, The Wine Coach. Info from today's show is at thewinecoach.com. One week to Valentine's Day, Chris. Yeah, rapidly <laughs> approaching. Rapidly approaching. If you're looking for some great Valentine's wines, of course, we've given a couple, but you can go to Hair of the Dog in Easton, Maryland on the shore okay. where I live. They're going to have a tasting from 4 to 6 p.m. next Friday, the 13th. Oh, my. Friday the 13th. Yeah, it's still good luck. It's good luck. They're going to be tasting Dolce Stil Novo, which is very much like the bruschetta we had today okay. from Accardi. Um But a little bit more affordable. So that's delicious. And lots of other great Valentine's wines. That's 4 to 6 p.m. Hair of the Dog, Easton, Maryland. Then next Saturday night is the Night of Pink Hope at Sheehy Lexus of Annapolis. It's a tribute of love. It's actually dinner, dancing, DJ, live music. Wow. You come on the pink carpet, not the red ah. carpet, because it's benefiting um, for cancer. You're you. going to dress as your favorite classic Hollywood star. Can and I come is, dress as Audrey Hepburn? Of course you can. <laughs> of course you can. And they're going to have live music, dinner, all that stuff. They're going to have a vintage photo booth, a kissing booth. My, my. If you don't have anybody to bring with you, I guess. <laughs> um, you can check it out at W bfinc.org or go to shehelexusofannapolis.com give them a call it's a great night out for valentines and mm-hmm. you're benefiting a great cause i mean what could be better than that not much i can't think of it uh, mark your calendars for the 22nd of february i'm at the wine expo in harford county could be doing a vip event before the start of the expo and on the 25th mm-hmm. mark your calendar it is the first of 2015 women's wine there event at the Oregon Grill. Been waiting we for those. We'll be traveling to Australia by glass. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be fabulous. And of course, you know, the Oregon Grill is known for amazing food, mm-hmm. prime-age steaks, fresh seafood, as well as an extensive wine list. You can call them anytime for a reservation, 410-771-0505. But if you want to join me at the women's event, go to thewinecoach.com slash women. Okay. Every other month or so, we do an event there. Bring your girlfriend, your mother, your sister. Um, we have four tasting courses of wine and food, uh, and you learn a little something about our destination of, uh, you know, of choice uh, by glass. I'm we so tra- jealous I can't by make glass. it. You can't make it. I'm a man. Well, send your wife. It's a great Valentine's gift. Come on. Get on it. Well, if you can't join me, if you're a man or you just aren't available that night, you can always call the Oregon Grill for reservations. 410-771-0505 or go to theoregongrill.com. Next week, we'll be back 
to talk to Alvaro Palacios oh. from Rioja. Si. We are going to make good on my Spanish New Year's resolution to drink more Spanish wine. I love it. Special thanks, as always, to Sheehy Lexus of Annapolis, Wine World, The Oregon Grill, and our newest advertiser, Hair of the Dog, Wine and Spirits.